The Honest Mom Project. Acknowledge your feelings, break free from expectations, build your beautiful life as a mother is now available wherever you can find books. But let's face it, most of us are on Amazon, so that link is in the show notes. And I hope you enjoy this book. Share it with those that you love. It is short. Each chapter is broken up into little segments, so super easy to read, super easy to put down, pick back up a week later. And you can stick that book in the diaper bag, in your purse, right next to your bedside, and share it with those that you love. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Thank you for your support of the book, and have a great day, moms. Welcome back, moms. Our last chapter of the Honest Mom Project is here. Chapter 10, Social Media is the New Supermodel. I may be dating myself here, depending on how old you are listening to this right now, but I grew up in the 80s and 90s in the world of the supermodels and actual magazines we would get, Cosmo, uh, Bazaar, you know, um, I would get Teen Magazine and all that in, in, my, in middle school, but, you know, all Vogue, you know, you name it. And the world of supermodels and looking at these magazines and thinking that this was like what we should look like, be like, I want to be like her. I want to have that lifestyle, this and that. So that's why I titled Social Media is the New Supermodel for this chapter, because it kind of has the same thing going on. And we can relate this definitely to our motherhood stories that we see on those smartphones, on those Instagram pages, or if I'm dating myself even more, being 46 right now, the world of Facebook is what I was on back in 2013 when I was scroll, scroll, scrolling. I was fairly new with Facebook too. I did some of it a little bit, you know, but I was working before Brooklyn and I was just so busy. So I would do it on the train kind of randomly. Um, but anyways, I'm going to dive right into the chapter. So I start out with a beautiful quote by Juliana Ray. And it, the quote is, your life can only be as fulfilling as your interpretation of your experience, your perception. No matter how great, if you don't have a healthy relationship to those experiences, then no matter what amazing things happen, you're not going to feel fulfilled. I mean, that just says it in a nutshell. You know exactly what that means. And I loved starting out that this chapter with that quote. It just bling went right to my, my heart and I knew exactly what Juliana was um, talking about. So let's go on. Let's start the chapter. I didn't know how to enjoy the beauty of the photograph and associate it with entertainment. Instead, the pages I flipped through became the standard on how I should look and a reminder of the lifestyle I should, but wasn't, living. I never thought about the camera angles, clothing techniques, airbrushing, or weeks of nutritional deprivation that created the photo in front of me. A model that was perhaps internally miserable, forcing every smile and pose. As a teenager and college student, I mindlessly traveled through the glossy pages of Vogue, Cosmopolitan, and Vanity Fair. I paused and stared at the model who defined glamour, beauty, and excitement. 
I felt like I knew her entire life, but the reality was I didn't know her at all. Yeah. Like I know like Cindy Crawford and like what she's actually going through. All right. So I will preface this chapter, everyone, that I do not think social media is evil. I don't think it's the answer to everything either. I am the person that's in the middle with it. I think with anything in life, learning how to use it the right ways um, is a healthy way to look at something in life. So I love social media and am grateful for social media for the women I've met. Um, I talk about mommy Facebook groups in this chapter, but I will say the two that I ended up dwindling down to, I learned so much from the moms in these Facebook groups and had so much encouragement and support that I would hate to sit here and just talk about the negatives of mommy Facebook groups. I mean, they're out there, but like with anything, you know, there's negative out there. So how do you get and connect with, you know, what's positive about it? I mean, I wouldn't be here with this book if it wasn't for social media and connecting with women over five years ago that were telling their honest stories on Instagram and Facebook and acknowledging my own feelings then and having the desire to let my feelings out in writing to help you. So again, I'm very grateful for that. I'm grateful that I connected with my French exchange student. <laughs> From when I was 10 years old, she lives in Israel and we connected on Facebook and uh, like 35 years later, which I would never have found her again if it wasn't for Facebook, you know, and just people that I can't see every day. It's nice to connect with them and in, in the direct messages and Facebook messenger you know, so again, it's not, I don't believe it's all evil, but we do need to know how to use it. And if things get a little dangerous, we need to know what to do about it. All right, I'm gonna, this section's called A Spark That Creates Connection. When Brooklyn was born, she became a huge part of my social media. My postings began on the day she was born. And from that day forward, everything about her was random, funny, and oh so adorable. Things like her first fart, an accidental Elvis smile, probably while farting, when she discovered and stared at her fist for the first time. Okay, connect with me if your child did this too. My friend Jill, one of my best friends from college, was would send me pictures of her son who was born a few months earlier than Brooklyn, finding his fist and just staring at it cross-eyed. Brooklyn did the same thing. It was like, what is this? <laughs> But of course, I had to put it on Facebook then and tag her because her life's busy. And I tagged her and said, Jill, Brooklyn's doing it too. And it gave her a laugh and just continued our connection, even though we live an hour away from each other. Um, Facebook friends I barely knew would stop me at a local parade or around town and ask, are you Brooklyn? where we would stop to chat with the fan that Brooklyn created. Yeah, Brooklyn had a lot of fans. So I just posted so many cute, funny pictures, videos, you name it. And I'm not kidding you. Those are my most engaging posts are when Brooklyn, you know, was little. And people like in my town that I live in would recognize her. And I know some of you out there may be creeped out about that, but I wasn't. I didn't think it was creepy 
nor did I ever feel the person stopping me was going to kidnap Brooklyn or anything was going to happen. What I felt and saw was pure joy and a person that was brave enough to introduce themselves and tell me how happy my posts were making them. The bonus was I had officially met my Facebook friend and created a connection beyond our phones. After all, that's what social media is about, right? All right. This section's called What a Mom Wants, What a Mom Needs, inspired by Christina Aguilera, What a Girl Wants. I'll say it again. Motherhood can be lonely. If you're like me, you may be trapped inside while your body heals or until you're comfortable leaving your house. Obviously, we crave some kind of connection if we aren't getting the live stuff, and social media is perfect for this. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I want to burn social media at the stake. However, there have been some awesome things that have happened to me because of it. Not only have I met amazing women, but I've also learned a lot when it comes to raising my daughter. I was a part of a fabulous mommy Facebook group that... Oh, I was also part of fabulous mommy Facebook groups that were the support I needed at the time and didn't require me to leave my front door. I also virtually kept myself connected to friends and family that I couldn't physically see. Human beings crave and need connection. I don't care what you tell yourself. And moms, we've been talking about this almost in every chapter. Social media can help you with this connection while you adjust to this new life of yours until you're ready to go live. All right. My next um, section of this chapter is called Baby Steps. And I talk about, you know, just, you know, how to use social media in a good way to take those baby steps and how to handle social media in a healthy way with small steps, what to keep your eye out for when you are meeting other moms and women on Facebook and red flags that you need to think about and what things to look for. Like, these three things. All right. Look for women who make you feel one, accepted. They open their arms to you and make you feel welcomed. Two, respected. They give advice without judgment. They acknowledge your feelings and are empathetic. Three, appreciated. They make you feel important and valued. Then comes kind of the darker side going down the rabbit hole of social media. And I will say this, anything can have a dark side. And I finally admitted to myself that I was way too connected and addicted to social media. It was my go-to with breastfeeding, with anything while she was napping, anything to just kind of get my mind to like a just easy place, an easier place than thinking about her or, you know, school that I was doing Um, What I was missing out on, you know, housework, reality, things that I just didn't want to acknowledge or deal with. Social media and my thumb scrolling was a great way for me to escape. No, I wouldn't say great way. It was an easy way for me to escape. So I go through a little bit of my story there and what I did to not completely throw social media out the window. Um, I didn't want to do that. I respect people that do, but that just wasn't me. And uh, what I did to kind of get a little healthier grasp on social media. And I have my moments where I fall down the rabbit hole again. Trust me, I look at my screen time sometimes on a weekly basis and I'm like, whoa. Um, the next session section, why are you using social media anyways? So some questions that you 
can answer, for example, is it bringing you joy? Are you learning? Connecting with other awesome moms and resources? And then I've got about, you know, six other questions where if you answered yes to a majority of those, you're in great shape. But on the other hand, do you use it as an escape? Do you use it when you're stressed and you grab that phone to find comfort or when you're bored? Is that the first thing you grab? When you hear alert, an alert on your phone, is it difficult not to look at your phone or impossible? So other questions then follow that where if you answered yes to most of those, it may be time for a social media check to see what you know you need to do. And I did it myself. So this chapter will you know definitely go into that to help you. And what helped me manage my connection to social media. And I did have a little bit of a disconnection with social media. I did it twice. So two years in a row, I did a month off. And I did it in December because of the holidays. And, you know, I loved it. I know this sounds cliche. So many people do it. But I really, it really connected me to where I was with social media and my addiction that I I fall very back easily into. And it just allows me to enjoy that month. Brooklyn has two weeks off of school. One, actually one of those years when she was at a different school, she had three weeks off of winter break. So it really helped me connect back with her and do things outside of, you know, the phone. And the break was great. I still, you know, I felt more connected to my friends. I reached out to them in different ways and I didn't rely on social media for the updates. And, you know, I didn't fall into the comparison traps that are so easy to fall into. And I'll definitely do it again. Maybe I'll do it again this year and use December as that as that month. Another thing I talk about that is social media phone related is this section's called staying present versus creating a documentary. So I'm not going to read this verbatim, but this section is basically about why we need to document everything our child does. How many birthday parties I have had at my home with family or with her friends where I am on my phone videoing and taking pictures and versus enjoying the party and enjoying her. So of course you want pictures. So maybe, you know, you ask your partner or your spouse, you know what, can you take a handful of pictures for the next 20 minutes? I'll take some then maybe in an hour and we could switch off. And then, you know, get 10 pictures. You don't need to get 600. Do you know, oh my gosh, the amount of pictures I have on my phone. I have yet to, to schedule time on a day to go through all of these and delete, you know, the ones that I have no idea. So staying present versus creating that documentary. I also go into the comparison trap with this section called Waitress. I'll have what she's having. Um... And it's natural and healthy to compare ourselves from time to time. Don't get me wrong. It allows for us to kind of check in on our own selves and if we're truly happy, checking in our values. But what are we comparing ourselves to? Are we comparing their best to our worst? Um, how is it making us feel? Are we in reality, our own reality? Are we connected to who we really are? So this um, section is called apples to oranges when we talk about that, the world of comparison and what we're really comparing to. Just remember, social media has become a bragging platform for many. I talked about this in the last chapter. Oh, no, in the chapter about FOMO. 
The, pic the perfect picture moments along with the staged imperfections have created this unofficial competition amongst moms. Remember this as you look at a post and don't forget the other parts of their day that are too real to share on their feeds. So too real to, too real to share on their feeds. It's kind of the theme of this book, the common, boring, <laughs> everyday things that just aren't marketable on social media. You know, they don't have the shock value. They don't have the, you know, I mean, it's getting worse and worse with what captures our attention, what, how long our attention even stays with something. It's one of the reasons I'm afraid to go on TikTok. I've got an account, but I'm like, I have yet to be on it because I, I, <laughs> I have a lot of fears that I'm going to go down the rabbit hole with that. So I also have some daily rituals for you when it comes to social media and having that healthy life with social media and how to make that perfect cocktail so you can scroll through a social media feed and find the photos that bring you joy. And you should be able to be exposed to posts that are learning opportunities. Um, I've learned a lot on social media, you know, not just with my friends, but, you know, professionally, I've learned so much. And then personal development wise, I've learned so much. And you should be able to share those with your friends in the world as well. You should be able to post something with the simple intention of bringing joy to whoever sees it. And you can look at a photo and appreciate its beauty instead of feeling your life is lacking. So finding that, you know, social media cocktail that works for you. And then I'm going to read the conclusion to the book here. You are an incredible mother. You are doing the best that you can. Motherhood is the biggest change, life change you'll make. What you're feeling is real. It is the truth. Do not ignore your feelings. It can be scary, but you're not alone. You have me. It's time to acknowledge your feelings, break free from expectations, and live the life you're meant to live. Thank you so much for listening to this chapter 10. Social media is the new supermodel. Thank you for listening to all these chapters. Go back to any that may help you. You can get the book on Amazon, on Barnes & Noble. You can get it on Book Baby. You can get it on my website so many ways. I appreciate your support for sharing all of this and for your time and attention. I know it's so valuable. Until next time, take one small step towards your honest motherhood. Thank you so much for listening to the Honest Mom Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review or comment so I can give you the content you deserve. To learn more, including what I offer to moms, check out michellemansfieldauthor.com. Most importantly, if you know a mom that needs to hear the words you heard today, please share the love and let's create a community of moms being honest for all of us.